Let us pray together. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter the gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for always being faithful, even when we are faithless, even when we are weak, even when we find ourselves rebelling against you. God, you are faithful. It is not us that holds you, God, but it is you that holds us in your everlasting arms. So, God, even in our failings and even in our shortcomings, God, we turn to you today. We hold on to you. But, God, it is you that keeps us steadfast. It is not me that keeps myself steadfast. For without you, God, I can do nothing. For without you, everything is meaningless. If your presence is not here with us, everything we do is in vain, oh God. So God, we invite your presence. For God, we know that your presence is here here with us. So God, speak to us. For God, we are hungry and desperate for you. Speak to us, God. For we are hungry and thirsty for your presence. So God, as we transition now to the message, I pray, Lord God, with humility I ask that the words of my heart and the meditations of our hearts, O God, will be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. We love you. We thank you. We look to you, Jesus. Our Lord, we love you. Pray all these things in your precious Son, Jesus Christ, and I pray. And God's people pray. Amen and amen. Hello, church. I hope you had a great week. Uh, Let's get into today's message. We're now in part two of our Job series. And the title for today, the message is called Satan Debunked and Who is Satan? I'll say it again. Satan Debunked, Who is Satan? It's not who was Satan, for Satan is still alive and he is active to this very day, to this present age. Who is Satan? Now, Let's get into today's passage found in Job chapter 1, verse 6 through 12. Let's begin with verse 6. It says this, One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then. Everything he has is in your power, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. In these verses in Job 1, 
We can learn much about our greatest enemy, our adversary, Satan. Satan, a.k.a. adversary. Always know that the enemy is active. He is alive and he is on the move to devour Christians, to devour those faithful men and women of God. That's why it says, stay alert. Watch out for your greatest enemy. The devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you and will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. What does it say? Stay alert. Watch out for your greatest enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. NIV translation tells us, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Fast forward in verse 10. And the God of peace who calls you to his eternal glory in Christ after You have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Repeat the word after me, steadfast. Verse 11, to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. I love the NIV translation because you used the word steadfast, the theme word, the vision word for 2020. Please do not misinterpret the passage also in John chapter 10, verse 10. Where it says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. A lot of people associate this passage, found in this passage, they associate to the devil. But this passage in context is talking about false leaders, false teachers who lead the sheep astray, who attack the sheep and will lead the sheep, the people astray. The thief is talking about the thief. Obviously, behind the thief, behind the evil person, the evil intent, not just only the sinful nature of the individual, but it is the enemy who who pushes his own agenda onto these individuals to do his biddings. We understand that the devil, he is a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He is searching, looking for someone to devour. And he is known as our great enemy. Who is the great enemy? The devil, a.k.a. Satan himself. You must understand and we must know that we have a powerful enemy. But again, he is powerful. He is limited. Our God is ultimate. He is omnipotent. Our God is omnipresent. Our God is omniscient. So again, the question, who is Satan? I have three points. Point number one is this. Satan is not omnipotent. Satan is not omnipotent. Please turn to your neighbor and say, Satan is not omnipotent. Meaning Satan is not all-powerful like our God. Satan is a counterfeiter. Satan is subject to God. Let's take a look at Job chapter 1 verse 6. It says, one day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came 
with them. Let's go to verse 12. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your power. Meaning it is limited power. The limited power of Satan is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. We learn from verse 6. We learn from verse 12 that Satan is limited. He is a limited being. Therefore, his powers are limited. All of us are answerable to God. In the end, we report to God. All of us are accountable to God. In the end, we are accountable to him. The living God, the king of all kings. Every angelic beings and every beings must answer to God. No matter how rich, poor, strong, or weak, we all answer to God. However, we must not underestimate our enemy, a.k.a. our adversary. In boxing or any, in any combat sports or any sports, whenever you are facing the opponent, you must keep your focus and put your focus on the opponent that is right in front of you. You must never look past the current opponent that you're fighting, that you're competing against at that very moment. Because the moment you do, the moment you overlook your opponent, you will end up losing. You must take the battles one day at a time, one opponent at a time. No matter how powerful, no matter how good you are, no matter how talented you are, you will not be able to beat 10 mediocre, pretty good individuals who are good in that sport that you're competing against. One Michael Jordan will not beat I don't know, 10 mediocre, maybe, but it will be very difficult, mediocre players. Do not become proud. Think that you can overcome the demons, the devil himself. Satan is too powerful if we go ahead face to face, head to head against Satan himself. For we will lose, we will definitely lose if we go against him with our own strength but if we have the holy spirit in us the one who is greater the one who is more is stronger the one who is more powerful if he is with us then we can overcome our adversary we can win against the enemy himself in acts chapter 19 i'm gonna go ahead and read let's start from verse 1 and there's a story in here where it says, While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples, verse 2, and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him that is in Jesus. Verse 5, on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So right here we understand the importance of the Holy Spirit. Skipping to... Fast forward to verse 11. It says, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick. 
and their illnesses were cured, and the evil spirits left them. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, which is a Sceva is an occult group, which you could think of necromancy, fortune-telling, magic, Satan worship, who will give you special powers, magical powers. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. I mean, I think that's kind of the worst kind of beating that you could receive. You're not just beaten. You're not just beat. But you run out naked and bleeding. And how embarrassing is this? Meaning as individuals, when we try to overcome the devil, when we try to overcome the devil himself face to face, head on, it's a battle that we will surely lose. The only way that we can win is if we have the Holy Spirit. When we have the life that we have, the new life that is found in Jesus Christ. And in the name of Jesus Christ, can we overcome the adversary himself? That the one who is in me is stronger and greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Meaning you have an enemy who is powerful, quote-unquote powerful. And without the Holy Spirit, we will be utterly destroyed like these individuals. The sons, the seven sons of Sceva that's found in Acts chapter 19. We must understand that without the Holy Spirit, that we will be utterly destroyed. Please do not forget, please do not forget, man and woman of God, that Satan is the prince and the ruler of this world. He is, quote, unquote, the ruler of this world. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, Satan, the God of this age, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Satan, the God of this age, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that we will not be able to see the truth, the truth of God. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 tells us, used to live in sin. Just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander, meaning the ruler of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God, the sins of apostasy. When we are blinded, when we are not able to see the truth, it is the devil himself who is the one who is controlling the one who is behind all the evil, the evil motives, the thoughts, the ideals, and the principles of this world. It is controlled by Satan, the great deceiver himself. The scripture is not saying that Satan has all authority. God has allowed Satan to have some powers. Satan is nothing in comparison to God. He has no hold over true Christians. However, we must not underestimate our enemy. 
For again, he is behind every evil motives, the thoughts, the ideas, the principles of this world. It is controlled by Satan himself, the great deceiver. Please do not forget that Satan, he trembles at the feet of our God. Satan trembles at the name of Jesus Christ. That Satan has no power before the throne of God. The name above all names. Acts chapter 16, specifically verse 16 to 18. And in the story it says this. It says, once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. Now again, the spirit that predicted the future was not the spirit of God. It was the spirit of the devil. Right? She earned a great deal of money. Again, whenever you see these things, there's always money involved. With fortune telling, with these things, it's a way for them to make money. Again, it's not motivated. It's not from the Holy Spirit. It is from the spirit of the enemy, the adversary. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling, telling futures. She followed Paul, the rest of us, shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, again, not to the individual, but to the spirit that is controlling this woman, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. You must understand that in the name of Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit that dwells within us, that we can overcome the great adversary, the enemy himself. He has no power over us. He has no control over us. For 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, as I mentioned earlier, it reminds us, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is inside you. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. is greater than the one who is in the world and who is in the world is the devil himself. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Can we at this time turn to our neighbor and say, my God is omnipotent. Can we also turn to our neighbor and also say this, my God is sovereign. My God is all-powerful. There's no spirit, there is no being that can compare to who God is. Only Jesus Christ is omnipotent. Again, Joel 1, verse 12, the Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your power, Satan, limited power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Point number two, Satan is not omnipresent. Please turn to your neighbor and say, Satan is not omnipresent. Satan is not everywhere. 
Satan is limited in his coming and in his going. Let's take a look at verse 6 to 7. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. We understand from this passage that Satan is limited in places, but the adversary, he is always on the move. You know, I think the rock says, uh, be the hardest worker in the room. I don't think anyone works harder than the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of Satan. Satan is limited in places, but our adversary is always on the move from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Why? For what reason? Why? Why is he doing this? So that he can devour individuals. So that he can see and attack these individuals. So that he can destroy these individuals. Not so that he can help them. So that he can bl blind people from seeing the truth, the truth of the gospel. That's who the enemy is. Roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Always on the move, looking for someone to devour. Remember First Peter 5, right? Stay alert. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against them and be strong in your faith. Stand firm. Stand firm and be strong in your faith. Be steadfast. Be strong, firm, and steadfast. Be alert and of sober mind. The enemy prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Stand firm. Stay strong in Christ. Satan cannot instant transport from place to place. It's kind of like that cartoon character who can do instant transportation. He has little minions, like Despicable Me, to do his evil biddings, to do his dirty work. Satan is the prince of this world. He is also the prince of the demons. He has many demons to do his work, to do his biddings. Stay alert. Stay strong. Again, Satan is not omnipresent. Going to point number three. Satan is not omniscient. Can you talk to your neighbor and say, Satan is not omniscient. Let me be clear with this. Satan cannot read your minds. I'll say that again. Satan cannot read your minds. Satan cannot see into your future. Meaning when he influences fortune tellers to speak to you about your future, he cannot. Satan only knows, the only thing that he's good at is keeping records. He knows your past. He knows the patterns. He knows of your past. It's like that saying, I can tell you of your future by looking at your history, the patterns, and behaviors. It's like Google. They track you. Right? They look at the patterns, the things that you search, the things that you watch. And it gives you suggestions and asks 
to give you the things that you want. They predict your future by looking at your past. Just as people will judge you according to your history or your arrest records to dictate your future. The devil does not know anything else other than your past, other than the patterns or his assumptions. It is for this very reason why Satan wants us people to stay broken of in our past saying to us that you have no future he wants us to commit suicide he wants us to end our lives he 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 wants to remind us and tell us that no one loves us that he wants us to stay broken in our past never looking to the hope that we have in the future that is found in jesus christ it says in verse 9 through 11 does joe fear god for nothing Satan replied, Have you not put a hedge around them and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. Oh, if Satan knew that Job would remain faithful, then he would have never started the battle. Again, he cannot predict the future. He cannot see the outcome of Job. He can only assume. He can only tempt, and he can only attack. Like I said, if Satan knew that Job would remain faithful, he would have never started this losing fight in the first place. People may read this. People may read this text in verse nine through eleven, and they might say things like, "This is an unfair fight for Job. Job does not stand a chance in winning." Do you have any idea how powerful Satan is? Actually, what we should be saying is Satan was the one who never stood a chance in first place. Satan was the one who who never stood a chance in winning against Job. Why? Because God is the one who is backing up Job. God is the one that is holding Job. God is the one that is holding us. It's not us holding to God. It's God and his great mercy and his grace that's holding us to stay where we are, to be steadfast and to be strong in him. For God was always with Job. And if God was with Job, there's no way Job would ever lose, even if it looks like he's losing. And I want to speak to your heart right now. If you're in a dark place right now, and if you feel like you're losing, if you feel like there's no hope or there's no light at the end of the tunnel and you feel like you're just living life day by day, barely surviving, and you feel like you're losing, people around you are saying you're a loser, that you are losing, you feel like everything around you is crushing around you, crushing down, just remember, just because it looks like the devil is winning or it looks like you're losing, You have not lost at all. In the end, God is faithful. God is sovereign. And he will be the one that will hold you so that you can remain strong in him. Amen. For God was always with Job. And if God was with Job, there is no way that he would have, that he would lose. And in the same way, If God, who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forever, 
if that God was with Job, then I too, you too, can overcome all trials, all temptations. For the God of Job is also with me, and I have nothing to fear, for my God is sovereign. And who is this God? His name is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus Christ. I want to invite you to please close your eyes with me. With your eyes closed, I want you to know and remember the name of Jesus Christ. The powerful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to remind you today that you have not lost. It may seem like you're losing. It may seem like there's no hope at the end of this tunnel. And that's what the devil wants you to believe. But do not believe in his lies. Know who holds you. Remember the one who is holding you today. That it is not us holding on to God, but it is God that is holding on to us. And because He holds on to us, we have hope not just for today. We have now redemption of our past, not just of our past, but we have eternal security in Christ that He holds our future. Do not forget the one who holds you. For he is with you, and he loves you, and he is guiding you today. Romans 8, verse 31 tells us, If God is for us, who can be against us? Psalm 56, verse 9, Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. Psalm 118 verse 6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Isaiah 41 verse 10. My favorite passage. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Jeremiah 20 verse 11. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior, like a great warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. The Lord is with you like a mighty warrior. He is with you to protect you, to strengthen you. Do not lose hope. And one of my favorite passages, and I'm closing with this, 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you 
is greater than the one who is in the world. Again, I'll say, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Again, the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Let us not be afraid today. Look to him, for he is with you. Look to him, for he lives inside you. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He is omniscient. Remember that. The devil is not omnipotent. The devil is not omnipresent. The devil is not omniscient. My God is omnipotent. My God is omnipresent. My God is omniscient. Do not forget. Never forget the truth. Even in your trials and in your suffering. Do not forget who your God is. For he is with you. Even if you have fallen. And you're living in guilt right now. Lay it at his feet. Turn to him. For he loves you. He loves you. For God abhors sin. For God abhors rebellion. But when we repent, He accepts us. For He forgives. And He chooses to remember our sins no more. Amen. Lay down our rights and let's worship the Father. Let's cry out to Him. Cry out to Him, for He is listening to you. Holy Spirit, come. Teach me your ways to walk in the truth. Lord, I love you. together if God is for us who can be against us father if you are with us and if you are for us God whom shall be afraid there's nothing to fear for God we are protected under the shadow of your wings but we thank you for your grace we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your continual faithfulness in our lives, even when we are not faithful. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our wrongdoings. Forgive us of our rebellion. Lord, transform us from the inside out. Lord, let us seek your face today. Let us know the truth. And let us remember that, God, that you are, that you are omnipotent, that you are omniscient, that you are omnipresent. God, you are everywhere. You are all-powerful, and you are all-knowing. Lord, we thank you. We love you. Pray all these things in your precious Son. Jesus Christ, I pray. And God's people pray. Amen and amen. <laughs>